Welcome to The Blaze. This is episode 196. I'm your host, Alejandro Oveda. Thank you for pushing play to another blazing week. And I got to tell you, I love all the support that you have given me. This week has motivated me so much. And, I, you know, I needed it this week. I, need, I didn't know how much I needed your guys' support. Uh, but this week has really shown so much. And I just got to tell you, thank you for all your support each and every week. You know, it goes a long way, and I want to continue uh, telling you guys to support this podcast. You know, this is an independent podcast. It once was an idea, but now uh, we're making it into a, a statement. And now we're, we're coming into the new year almost. You know, we're right here at the end of November, going into December. And I just got to tell you, you know, we're, we're running full steam ahead. And, you know, it, it, it's hard right now because uh, just – my activity level right now is at the all-time low. My focus right now is just keeping my mental really level and uh, also just keeping myself in a good mood throughout these holidays. You know, um, as we all know, we all work. And once we get, you know, work becomes too a little too hectic, you kind of lose focus on what the time is really about. And this time right now is really about our family. It's about focusing on ourselves and focusing on our relationships. And that's one thing that I've been trying to focus on this week, uh, doing my best to just uh, let things happen. You know, it, it, it's, it's hard to really just force things to, to, to uh, make them happen. Uh, but at the same time, you just got to open up your heart and make sure you're willing to grow. And that's something that I'm learning this week. And that's something that I just want to pass on to you guys as, you know, we celebrate Thanksgiving this week and we're uh, blessed to have another day, blessed to have each other and blessed to have uh, the breath that we breathe. And, you know, that's something that I'm more focused on uh, year by year now. As I get older, it starts to blur uh, the lines of what really Thanksgiving's about, you know. Um, when we were kids, it was just do what you're told, get in the car and we're going to go and we're going to go uh you know, celebrate with family and, and friends. But now that I have a choice of my own, I, I kind of choose not to celebrate Thanksgiving the same way everybody does. And, you know, it, 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 my ideals are maybe not, don't match everybody else's, but for me is I don't really like to celebrate Thanksgiving the same way because um, I think Thanksgiving is, is something that is made up. It's blurred and, and something that they want you to celebrate uh, for the wrong reason. And for me, it's literally one of my favorite holidays. Of course, you get to eat as much as you want. You get to be with your friends and family and, you know, football's on all day. So really that distraction's there. But for me, I, I like to really focus on what Thanksgiving is really about and, and really what 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 got us here into the year that we are in you know we would never be where we are without our native americans you know um and just i just feel like now that i'm older and i and i feel like celebrating thanksgiving is something it feels wrong it feels wrong to say happy thanksgiving when you know it wasn't really happy um i and and you know people have their own kind of ideals about Thanksgiving and how they want to celebrate it. And I think it's a good thing that people have different ways of celebrating. But for me, I like to think about the Native Americans around this time and, and just think about what, what, what it would have been like uh, around the times that they, you know, roamed these, these lands. And uh, 
for me, it's just a focus on family. It's a focus on survival. And it's a focus on really staying in the game, you know. And I think that's the, the true meaning of Thanksgiving is being together and also how can we how can we uh, push each other to the next level. So with this week, i just been thinking, you know, I need to push myself to the next level. So how can I do that? So I've been really just focusing on my workouts. Um, those workouts have been increasing just my stamina, just how I feel throughout the week, how my mood is going to be, honestly. Um, and with the holidays right now, I definitely need that that zone out. You definitely just don't want to feel anything after an eight-hour or 10-hour, 12-hour day of work. I, you know, if you work with people, you know how that feeling is. And that's how that feeling I, I was getting earlier uh, last week ended up, you know, finishing out the week real strong, just wanted to, to really just challenge myself. And by challenging myself, you know, I, I, I just been really finding new things about myself that I'm starting to find interest in, you know, just the heart that I have, uh, to put into relationships, uh, into situations, into, into my dreams in, in a way, you know? So I just got to remember that I'm growing every day, even though I'm, 35, you know, going to be 35 years old in December, I feel like I'm just beginning right now, and, and it's such an exciting feeling, and I just wanted to share you, with you guys the journey that I'm going on, you know, and, and we're, we're going on because, you know, this podcast is just getting started, so I just hope you guys are just having a great week. You guys are, you know, just calling that person that you need to call or reach out to a person that you need to re- reach out to, and if they don't you know, give you the, the same respect back, that's fine. You just got to understand you got to, you got to place your boundaries, uh, and you got to, you got to really build yourself up and stop worrying about what, what's going to uh, come after, uh, or, or what, what the flack might be. You just got to put yourself forward and, and make sure you keep doing that each and every day. But I just, I just rather grow right now than, you know, stop myself out. And, and that's what I've done throughout the years. You know, I've, I've never had this kind of confidence and the confidence that I have in myself right now is not going away. I'm just going to keep building myself up. Uh, but you know, I, I just hope you guys are going to be having a good Thanksgiving, uh, being with your friends and family, you know, eating so much, eating, having an eating competition. That's like the best part of Thanksgiving is just wearing your comfy pants. Um, and I, you know, and like I, like I said earlier, I just remember growing up, you know, we'd pack pack the tourists um, and go celebrate with, with our family, you know. But it's just, as I'm older now, I just feel like things need to transform. Things need to start um, being what you want them to be. So I just hope that you guys are doing your, your part this week and just staying in there, being positive and making sure you're there for each other. So let's get this uh, podcast started this week. And this week, you know, we didn't really have much time to be able to watch a lot of shows or a lot of movies. So we've just been sticking with some, just some, uh, some favorites that we've been, uh, trying to catch up on. And this week, you know, we've been having like Disney plus finanzas all, all week. And we, we've been watching boy meets world. And if you don't know what boy meets world is, so 1993 sitcom, uh, that is about coming of age and it's created by Michael Jacobs and April Kelly. And it, 
aired, I think, first on ABC. Um, and there's about seven seasons long of Boy Meets World. And this was, at one time, one of my favorite, favorite shows. I mean, I could not wait until Friday when TGIF came on uh, to watch Boy Meets World. And this is just about a boy that comes of age with his friends and family as he progresses through childhood and adulthood. You know, these episodes go really quick, which is, I think, a great watch to be able to watch with uh, your significant other or even with your kids or family. Uh, but it just chronicles Corey's everyday life, um, his school life, and, and, and just his uh, relationships that he has with his uh, schoolmates and also uh, his parents and teachers. Um, but, you know, it, he learns how to cope with a lot of different issues. Um, and he also know, learns how to bond and also create uh, strong relationships, not only with his friends and his uh, and his parents, but his brother, you know, his uh, girl, his girl, uh, Topanga. And everybody knows this. I feel like knows this show. But to me, I've been st I wanted to look at it at a different angle as I've been keeping up with their uh, podcast. They have a podcast out right now called uh, Pod Meets World. And, you know, it, it's just great to intertwine uh, the, the show with the podcast. So I thought it would be a great idea just to tell you guys, you know, th this is out there. And it, this is a kind of a new way to watch um, shows uh, while they have a podcast while you're watching re-watching a show um I, I just think it's a great idea and i just wanted to make sure you guys know this this kind, kind of thing is out there because you know it's a different experience to be able to listen to the accounts from the actresses and the actor actors and then going back to the show and saying oh man this is what they were talking about and pinpointing some of the situations that they were in at that time you know it, it gives you a little different uh, mindset on how they made the show and also uh, discovering their, their, their true identity as a character and also as an actress or actor so it's a great way to to to, to watch a show i believe and, and it's a new way to watch a show which hopefully some uh some shows start um utilizing this you know and i i think it's a great way to bring new audiences in because not everybody uh wants to watch a sitcom and not everybody wants to listen to a podcast so if you have both uh, uh, I think I think you can get a lot of different uh, watchers and a lot of different uh, new, new uh, people that want that experience so I just hope you guys um, are you know watching something good this week let me know what you guys are watching I know last week we did uh, Black Panther and I hope you guys did watch that movie. But this week, I wanted to talk about Boy Meets World and the podcast Pod Meets World, which coincide. And then now, um, you can listen to some of these stories that they have uh, about making the, the, the show. With, and it makes it fun uh, to watch all over again. So make sure you check out uh, both the Boy Meets World on Disney Plus and then also... Uh, Pod Meets World, which you can find on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. But make sure you guys tune in to the Blaze Podcast for more show and movie suggestions.
And this week, you know, since I've been listening to a lot of music, I really wanted to talk about one of my best or my favorite MCs in hip-hop history. I know I say that a lot on the podcast. I have so many favorites because, I, I mean, 35 years of uh, living with music, you start uh, changing, you know? But this week, we are talking about Busta Rhymes. Like I said, he's one of my favorites, uh, but he's also... Uh, one of the most Grammy-nominated hip-hop artists without winning an award. Uh, Buster Rhymes was an original member of the Leaders of the New School and also was part of a tribe called Quiz, which, you know, they broke up uh, inevitably, uh, which led to uh, Buster Rhymes' solo career. But his first album, The Coming, was released in 1996, which got so much love and ended up Platinum and earned a Grammy nomination. He then released uh, When Disaster Tr Strikes in 1997, which probably made Buster Rhymes the household name he is today uh, and creating some of his best work. Uh, but it wasn't until the 2000s, uh, in my opinion, when I, when I felt like uh, when he released uh, Big Bang Theory, which was... I think it had to be my senior year, I think, uh, 2006, which, in my opinion, you know, a lot of people will say they liked his older stuff, but I think that was one of his best pieces of work as he collaborated with one of the best producers of all time, Dr. Dre. And this project, um, The Big Bang Theory, had so many different collaborations, which I believe is what Buster Rhymes is known for. Uh, but this album that he just dropped um, is a new EP called The Fuse is Lit and it's produced by Swiss Beats I believe and it, he released it last Friday so this EP is only you know five songs long but it's it packs a big punch and my favorite songs off Fuse is Lit are Break This Bitch Up Slap featuring Big Daddy Kane and Conway the Machine and Hot Sex Part 2 and this EP was released under the conglomerate Entertainment, which was founded by Busta Rhymes, which was adopted in 2010. And I believe um, he transitioned from Flip Mode Squad to that conglomerate name um, because that, that Flip Mode Squad was, you know, during his 99-2000 run. And then now the conglomerate um, moniker is now his name uh, for into the 2010s and over. But many believe there's... No, no true matchup for Buster Rhymes, especially when it comes to a versus match. And I believe, you know, to me, it, it, it it's undeniable. His voice, his skill, the swagger. I mean, he's definitely a juggernaut MC. Um, so make sure you check out Buster Rhymes' latest EP called The Fuse is Lit. And let me know what you're listening to this week. And make sure to tune into the Blaze Podcast every week for music suggestions. But while we're still talking about music, I just want to talk about some local music. And this week, I want to talk about Ramsey's and T.A. The Handful's latest project, The Pharaoh and the King. Um, I just want to really support our music scene this week. I haven't been able to to really uh, be on my game about uh, finding new local music. But this week, I am trying to make a comeback. Uh, this week, I really wanted to review one of or two of uh, Fresno's local artists that really are on the up and coming. Well, I mean, they've been there 
but they're re re uh, reshaping themselves into uh, something new. I feel like, uh, but there's Ramses and Tia the handful. A project is called the La the Pharaoh and the King, and this project consists of eight songs, which is I think a little under thirty minutes or half an hour worth of music. Uh, but it was released early October. I think it was October 1st that they released this uh, project. So I've been super late to it. Uh, but I've been being able to listen to it for the last couple of weeks. And I definitely wanted to give you guys my thoughts on the album. Uh, but but I wish I was able to go to that um, the album release party because it this album is definitely uh, one of those one of those uh, gems that you really want to to hear live. Um, but if you didn't know, we we have featured Ramses on the podcast on Blaze Talks, and that is our Blaze Talks number six. As he talked with us after making the uh, violence in the media uh, album with. Uh, with another local MC, uh, Fashion, but this project, uh, Ramsey's collaborated with, uh, TA the handful has a different kind of sound to me. Uh, the album is full of catchy, you know, uh, hooks, raw beats, but to me is the style of, of their, of their flows. And definitely this album hits my whole criteria is able to listen to it with my girl, my wife, uh, definitely was helping me out, uh, throughout my workouts and definitely has been playing through my head, my headphones throughout the whole week. Um, so it passed the test. Um, but they, like I said, they performed this album last weekend and they also presented a lot of other great performances along the way. But my favorite songs off the Pharaoh and the King are the Pharaoh and the King, Hold Tight, featuring Fashon, and The Last Stand, featuring K-Prez. So make sure to support your local talent, stream the album on all your streaming services, and be sure to tune into The Blaze as we try to keep up with the growing local hip-hop scene that has been thriving here in the Fresno County. Now let's talk about our Fresno State football, as their record holds at 7-4. Uh, the Fresno State football clinched the Mountain West West Division champions uh, after defeating Nevada last week, 41-14. to The Dogs were led by the offense as Jake uh, Hayner had an another blazing week, throwing the ball 29 for 42 uh, for 361 yards and two touchdowns. And he was named Mountain West Player of the Week for the second time since his return from his injury. Um, but this week, the Dogs offense played on another level as wide receiver number five, Jalen Cropper, had four or, or seven receptions for 136 yard, and that was leading all receivers. I think um, Jake Hayner ended up hitting his normal seven receivers, uh, but uh, Jalen Cropper was his number one target. Uh, but the real workhorse on the offense was running back number seven, Jordan Mims, as he carried the ball for 19 carries for 156 yards and one touchdown. But our defense had a great game as they were led by number 99, David Perales, as he tallied six tackles, one sack, and one interception. But this week, the Dogs will be back home uh, versus Wyoming. And last week, my Wyoming was really uh, ahead of Boise State for most of the game. Uh, but they ended up losing uh, right at the end. 
but the do- the dogs defense will need uh, to hold up on their end uh, while our high powered offense should not have a problem putting up the points as they have been averaging you know 31 points per game right now so after Wyoming lost to Boise State last week which means we will be visiting that blue turf for the Mountain West uh championship next weekend which will be december 3rd uh but we have this big game left to be played so make sure to make it out to bulldog stadium or to uh valley children's stadium uh make sure you check out this last uh last game for the for the uh, bulldogs as they're going to be celebrating senior night but this will be a great chance to see our senior class that has been playing so well this season. And make sure to tune into the Blaze Podcast for more on your Fresno State football program. Now let's talk about our Fresno State men's basketball, who has a record of 1-3. and three. Um, The Fresno State men's basketball hasn't been really doing too well as the record is showing that 1-3 and three record. And now... On a three-game losing streak, uh, they lost to North Texas last week, 52-61. to And that was actually during the weekend, but the Dogs were led by number one guard, Jermel Baker, who scored 12 points, and number 11 forward, Isaiah Moore, who scored 11 points and seven rebounds. Uh, but tonight, the Dogs will be on the road at Washington for a chance to beat a Pac-12 team. So make sure to tune in to the Blaze Podcast for more on your Federal State men's basketball team. But now let's talk about our women's. And our Federal State women's basketball is at 3-2 and two, um, in their record so far. And they're on the other side of the winning column as uh, they are now on a three-game winning streak. Last week, the Dogs defeated Cal Poly in a close game, 48-47. to The Dogs were led by Yanina Tortorova, which had 12 points and six rebounds, but the Lady Dogs got their second win of the week versus UC Merced as the do- the Dogs defeated uh, UC Merced 71 to 28. The Lady Dogs were led by again number 30 Yanina Tortorova, who sh- scored 17 points and seven rebounds. But this week, the Dogs will play in the 2022 Dayton Beach Invitational as they will face off versus Delaware on Friday, November 25th, and the next day uh, versus Penn State on Saturday, November 26th. So make sure you tune in every week throughout the season to hear more about your Lady Fresno State Bulldogs. Now let's talk about our Central Section High School Football as we talk about our uh, Friday Night Light segment. And let's start off with our Division 5 playoff tournament right now. As last week, uh, they had Pioneer Valley versus Templeton. And Templeton moves on as they beat, or or actually Pioneer Valley moves on as they beat Templeton 16-13. And then... uh, they had Dos Palos versus Atascadero, and Atascadero beat Dos Palos 35-0. So that means uh, for the Division Five championship, it will be Pioneer Valley versus Atascadero. And then for Division Four, last week they had Shafter versus Torres, which Shafter ended up being Torres 42-41 to to move on into the championship. And then they had Carruthers versus Kalinga, which was a close game, and Carruthers ended up closing out the game 22-21 to to go ahead and get into that championship game. And now for the Division Four championship, we're going to have Shafter versus Carruthers. 
And then at Division Three last week we had Mission Prep versus Kennedy, and Kennedy ended up edging out Mission Prep, beating them twenty-seven to fourteen to move uh, into the finals and into that championship. Um, and then when they had Sunnyside versus Independence, and Sunnyside uh, ended up beating Independence thirty-five to twenty-three to move into that championship. For now, uh, so now for the Division Three championship, we're going to have Kennedy versus Sunnyside. So that's going to be a great matchup. And at Division Two, we have Central Valley Christian uh, versus Hanford, and they beat. Hanford 50 to 41 to move into that uh, Division Two championship, and then they had Lamar versus Frontier, which Lamar ended up uh, beating Frontier 56 to 21. Now they're going to be playing into the championship game, uh, and that's going to be Central Valley Christian versus Lamar in the Division Two championship. And for the Central Section Division One championship, uh, last week they had. Uh, San Joaquin Memorial versus Clovis West, and San Joaquin Memorial ended up uh, defeating Clovis West in the upset, thirty to twenty, to move into the Division One championship. And then last week they had Liberty versus Buchanan, which Liberty ended up upsetting Buchanan twenty-eight to twenty, which means Liberty will now play uh, San Joaquin Memorial in the Division One uh, championship. So it's going to be a great, great week for Friday Night Lights and make sure you guys tune in next week to hear who wins the championship for each division. Uh, this has been a great season so far so I don't see it slowing down. So make sure you guys tune in next week uh, for more on your Friday Night Lights segment. Now let's talk about the NFL and let's just talk about week 11 scores real quick as the Titans pass the Packers uh, 27-17. to 17. Uh, The Bears Lost to the Falcons, uh, twenty-four to twenty-seven, which the Falcons had a great game, and Cordell Patterson got his eighth career uh, run back, which now makes him the leading uh, uh, running, not running back, but uh, sp- special teams specialist. Um, the Eagles passed the Colts uh, barely, seventeen to sixteen. The Jets lost to the Patriots, three to ten. Uh, the Commanders beat the Texans last week, twenty-three to ten. The Rams lost to the Saints, twenty to twenty-seven. Uh, the Browns lost to the Bills, which the Bills uh, now are are coming, making a comeback for the season uh, as they passed the Browns, thirty-one to twenty-three. Uh, the Ravens beat the Panthers, thirteen to three. The Lions beat the the Giants, which was a big uh, win for the Lions, as now I think they're second in that end of. Uh, NFC North division. Um, the Raiders beat the Broncos 22-16. to um, And then the Vikings lost to the Cowboys, which does, doesn't surprise me after the game that they had against Buffalo last week and then coming into a big game against the Cowboys. Uh, they were bound to at least have one mishap, uh, but they lost to the Cowboys 40-3. to uh, Then we had a close game uh, versus the Bengals and the Steelers, which the Steelers got... Um, 
got finished off 37 uh, to 30. Uh, and then the Chiefs and the Chargers with a great comeback from the Chiefs uh, as they uh, won at the end, 30 to 27. And then we had on Monday night in Mexico, uh, the 49ers versus the Cardinals, which the 49ers ran over the Cardinals 38 to 10. Uh, but now let's talk about uh, the NFL power rankings. And let's talk about the top five teams in the NFL right now. Uh, the the top uh, five teams so far are the Dallas Cowboys, who are 7-3. and three. Um, And last week, you know, they've been playing well. Their defense has been playing well. Uh, but they've been only allowing uh, 200 or less yards rushing in back-to-back games. And that was with the Lions and the Packers. Uh, but to me, um, they were really good against Minnesota, uh, giving up only 73 yards for the game. Uh, but the the one thing that has been lacking for for the uh, Cowboys has just been um, Dak Prescott's um, play. You know, has he been able to put it together, get the wide receivers that he needs, uh, and put him into uh, contention for that NFC championship. I don't know if Dallas is going to be able to go all the way, and especially with their run defense, uh, so shaky. Uh, haven't been able to put it together until this week uh, or last week versus Minnesota, but uh, seeing that uh, they have been showing some spurts of, of great defense, you know, show, tells me that they deserve to be in the top spot uh, this week. Uh, but then at number four we have the Dolphins who are at seven and three, and I felt like the Dolphins have been able to be one of the top teams in the NFL week to week, um, but their defense hasn't really met uh, expectations. You know, they last year's defense was incredible, and they thought they were going to get that same defense back uh, with with uh, the offense that they have this year, uh, but the. The other thing that has been hurting them has just just, just been their special teams, which was has been one of the worst in the NFL, and it, it starts off with uh, the kicker. You know, uh, hope hopefully he's able to get uh, his game back as you know his his seventy six percent field goal rate is is not going to do it. Uh, to 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 take them into uh, contention late into the into the season, uh, but the the Dolphins are are averaging a lot of points right now, and the highlights that they've been able to put together with Tua and also the Cheetah, uh, it, it, it's been great to see. But at number three, uh, the Buffalo Bills are still right up there as one of the top uh, teams in the NFL. Uh, their record seven and three, but. Their offense is starting to look unstoppable. You know, Josh Allen's overall play has just been phenomenal. He's been able to be—he's uh, been able to do it not only with his arm but with his leg, with his legs, and this whole unit really has been able to play on, on another level week to week. Um, but the but the Bills have been having a tough time uh, with their turnovers. You know, they've had eight in the past four games. And Allen is right now second in INT. So I'm not too sure um, what that will lead them down. But I think right now it's about Allen choosing the right targets and and playing uh, the way he knows how. But the Bills 
also uh, are, are second in their division right behind the Dolphins. So it's going to be great to see exactly where these uh, two teams will end up. In my opinion, I think uh, Miami and the, and, the, and the Buffalo Bills may end up in that AFC championship because they're both playing at a high level and they both put up a, a lot of points. Uh, but also uh, this week we got Philadelphia 9-1 at number two. And it, it's hard to say right now because uh, they lost, you know, last week, but, but they ended up coming back this week having a great game. Um, I, I just think their special teams has been having a lot of trouble. Um, they haven't been able to really... Uh, get the mishaps um, from the special teams and really uh, get it down um, on the field and, and make make progress. Um, they they've ranked their special teams around the twenty second, I think, in the NFL. So there's been a lot of those mishaps, um, and it almost happens every game as it's ra- ranging from kicker infractions to uh, getting beat by fake punts. So hopefully they could get that, you know, uh, situated. And if they do, they're going to have a, a, a big chance at winning that NFC East, especially as good as those Dallas Cowboys have been playing. I think Philadelphia needs to get uh, just a little bit of a, a mental check uh, to make sure that they, they, they could uh, possibly win that division but at number one we got Kansas City Chiefs at eight and two and the Chiefs are just among the best of the best in the NFL um year in and year out Patrick Mahomes just amazing uh there's not much I can say right now they, they they've been able to uh play real ugly the first half of the game and then really get it done at the end of the game. So this was what makes Kansas City so special. Uh, they're able to make l- these small plays into big plays and getting it done um, on on the field uh, with their really inconsistent um, special teams, um, like their field goals. They're, they've only been able to hit, you know, 72% of their field goals. So it's just been a low year on their end for special teams, but it's been a high production year for Patrick Mahomes, which is the reason why they are number one uh, this week in the power rankings. Uh, But now let's talk about week 12 matchups. And this week, we're starting off uh, this week with the Bills versus the Lions. And that's going to be Thanksgiving Giants uh, versus the Cowboys and Patriots versus the Vikings. And then on Sunday, we got the Texans and Dolphins, Bengals and Titans, Broncos and Panthers, Bears and Jets, Falcons and Commanders, Buccaneers and Browns, Ravens and Jaguars, Raiders and Seahawks, Chargers and Cardinals, Saints and 49ers, Rams and Chiefs, Packers and Eagles, and Steelers and Colts. And this week, in my opinion, is going to have to be that Sunday night game Packers and Eagles, which is going to be probably going to go down to the to the end of the game. I think, in my opinion, uh, Aaron Rodgers can still put together a a, a season saving uh, game right now versus the Eagles, and I think the Eagles need to beat the Packers to really show the Cowboys that they are the division leader. So make sure you guys tune in to the Blaze Podcast for more on the NFL. And now let's talk about the NBA. And first, I got to talk about my L.A. Lakers, which 
you know, have, hasn't been really a positive thing this week, uh, but they've been starting to make an effort, I feel like. Um, their record right now is 5-11, and 11, which places them in 14th in the Western Conference, but the Lakers have been looking more like a unit as they beat the Pistons, the Spurs, uh, last weekend, but they fell short to the Phoenix Suns on Tuesday. Uh, but they left the mark for the NBA to see as Patrick Beverly was ejected for uh, shoving Suns big man DeAndre Ayton after ta- taunting uh, teammate Austin Reeves after a hard foul. Beverly, in my opinion, is a dog and will fight for his teammates and will go to war for his teammates if need be. Uh, But the monster play from Anthony Davis has been the noticeable factor as he becomes uh, a a true dominant force for the Lakers. Um, But we are on a three, they were on a three game winning streak until um, playing the Phoenix Suns. And even though uh, losing AD had some great numbers, and if AD is able to, to do it, uh, on the defensive side, I believe he had five blocks and five steals versus the Suns. You know, playing like that, he's definitely going to get that MVP nod uh, if he if he can continue to to get it done. Uh, but this has been done without LeBron James, who has been out with uh, abductor strain, and which has put him out for the last five games. But I believe LeBron is eyeing a comeback sometime this week, and hopefully it's going to be uh, versus the Spurs. But now let's talk about uh, NBA power rankings. And this week, we're going to start off with the Utah Jazz, which they've been on the up and up ever since uh, trading away Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. Uh, They've been having a really blazing stretch right now, especially... uh, as they've been been able to do it against uh, top tier teams, uh, but it, it's just how long could this last, and will it last until the playoffs? But at number four, we have the Cleveland Cavaliers, who, like I said, the trading of Donovan Mitchell uh, has put this team high in that in that Eastern Conference, as they continue to really make their case as one of the best backcourts in the NBA. Uh, but the one thing that they have been lacking on is just taking care of the ball, and they've been turning the ball over, averaging around seven turnovers. Um, but this season, I believe uh, this is a great season for the Cavaliers and a chance to really make a mark in the Eastern Conference. Uh, but at number three, we got the Phoenix Suns, which, I mean, the Suns have been blazing all year so far uh, with the with the play of Chris Paul. Uh, but his injury uh, proneness has really put them at a disadvantage. And seeing that they've been able to fight their way through some of these uh, games and, and, and being able to sh- shoot their way out of uh, a lot of the games has made them uh, that number three team this week on the power rankings. And at number two, we have the Bucks, which the Bucks have been playing a great ball, but I liked the, the, the play of Brooke Lopez, which uh, he collected five blocks in Monday's win over the Trailblazers to follow up his four-block performance in the previous game against the Sixers, which if you have a seven-footer being able to protect that middle, you're going to see a lot of success. So I got to say Brooke Lopez this week uh, as he's anchoring that uh, Milwaukee's defense. Um, and he's leading the – I think he's leading um, the Milwaukee 
on the defensive side. Um, so right now, I believe uh, Brooke Lopez is on his way to winning that defensive player of the year. But we have a lot of competition right now, especially with AD, the way that he's played. So I love seeing how uh, those big men are playing well in the NBA. Uh, but at number one, we got the Boston Celtics. And Boston is now 12-0 and this season against teams not playing in Cleveland and Chicago. Uh, but they've been able to cruise their way with the second, I think, best score or best record in the NBA um, they're inching their way towards uh, the, you know, just dominating that Eastern Conference. But it's going to take a, a lot for them, as you know, they need their uh, defensive specialist Robert Williams III to continue making a lot of progress. Um, I know he's been out with the knee uh, for about two two months now, and they've been without him, but being able to get. Uh, you know, the wins that they need. Um, the NBA has been great so far, and it's only going to get better, so make sure you guys tune in every week for more on the NBA. But I want to thank you for pushing play each and every week. You know, your support goes a long way, especially for this independent podcast. I just want to remind you to check out the podcast on all your streaming services. Make sure you guys rate the podcast. Um, you can also check out um, how to um, donate to the podcast. You know, it's a great way to keep this podcast going, uh, get new experiences. So make sure you guys check out uh, my Anchor site. Um, and make sure you guys check out that Anchor app. It's a great app to really uh, check out what kind of podcast you like and also creating your own podcast if you would like. But I just want to tell you guys, you know, this week is definitely uh, a week to share with your loved ones and make sure you tell them you love them and make sure you're there for them. And make sure each and every week you guys are doing something uh, more to improve yourself. So this week, what I'm doing is just trying to keep myself cool, level, and uh, level-headed. That way, uh, we're not having any problems throughout the week. So make sure you guys tune in and make sure you guys support all your local businesses, all your local artists, and all your local podcasts. I'm Alejandro Veather signing off, episode 196.